experience the reality of the gospel and receive light, life, and the joy of the Holy Ghost. As you listen to today's message, Danny Doku, a real blessing to you. In Jesus' mighty name. Oh, somebody say, We need you alive. Don't joke with your hell. Go around, tell people, those who are joking with that, tell them, We need you alive. Don't just say, Don't take something, you are taking it, you are killing yourself. Killing yourself. Go around, tell people. Thank you. Go around, tell as many people. We need you alive. Shake somebody and say, Hey, we need you. We need you alive. Are you sure you are here? Doctor gives you. Thank you. I've wondered why people who are not so spiritual and growing spiritually, doctors tell them things and they take it lightly. Why? Because when the doctor said this is it, he's been in the profession for years. He knows what he's talking about. So doctor is telling you, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, and you take it for granted. He say, oh, you know, you are killing yourself gradually, gradually. Don't have to kill yourself. You hold on, hallelujah. Make sure that you are healthy. And you are fine. If you are not fine, stop moving about. Make sure that you regain your strength. Praise God. You go back to your normal activities again. Look at somebody say, the way you are living, be very careful. Don't say we have a mandate in the house. Because when you are the one killing your own self, even God cannot help you. Can I get a very big amen? You may be seated. Have I helped somebody? Mm. Don't just say mandate, mandate. So we've, we're talking about spirituality, are Or oh, is it yes or oh, yes? Uh, tell the guy, but when you come to church, learn to respond. Mm. Glory to God. So I want to give you something very basic about the spiritual man. When somebody is spiritual, there is something that you note about that person. It is not just prayer. Hallelujah. So let's go. Galatians chapter. It's a virtue of the spiritual man. So I'm talking about one major virtue of the spiritual man. Galatians chapter 6. He said, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, somebody sleeps. Ye which are 
ye which are he said ye which are spiritual the spiritual man has the ability to restore he said ye which are spiritual restore such a one in the spirit of meekness considering thyself lest thy also be tempted hallelujah he said that if a man is falling off a shore of a fault if you call yourself to be spiritual he said that the spiritual man in the spirit of meekness humility corrects such a person somebody will look at the scripture and say that okay yeah then it means that we don't have to rebuke anybody no there is another one where he said that speaking the truth in love in the book of Ephesians he said we should speak the truth in love in love means that if this is what it is we have to say it like that hallelujah because open rebuke is better than secret love so the one who loves you might be able to look at you eyeball to eyeball and tell you the truth if you're sick the doctor can look at you and tell you this one you will not make it it doesn't mean that he doesn't love you hallelujah so we have to let people know truth and when we say that we are speaking the truth in love so you can rebuke somebody harshly but it's still in love are you sure you are here so it doesn't mean that oh in the spirit of meekness so it means that you just talk in a certain way no what he's trying to say is that don't place yourself above the person that has fallen so in the spirit of meekness that you don't say that ah, for we we cannot do this thing why did you do it it means that you have placed yourself above the person so in the spirit of meekness means that even you correcting such a person you will see yourself that even you you can also be uh, fall in that same fault are you sure you are getting it so he said that considering thyself so when you are correcting somebody as a spiritual man you consider yourself and know that hey uh, this thing that has happened to this person it could happen to me too but I have to stand on the word of God and correct the person when whilst correcting the person I still have to consider myself because if not the same temptation that the person went through I could go to the same temptation hallelujah so when you see preachers preaching and insulting everybody they are not applying the scripture it means that you have seen yourself as the righteous one but you are not that person because in the spirit of meekness anybody can fall into any temptation anybody somebody say ah for me i can never is because that level of temptation has not come to you yet your pores have not been tested you have not been tested yet it's like when you are going to marry you think you are the most patient person until marriage teaches you patience marriage is the place i think that everybody must go through it's a school that school will teach you how to be patient yeah. some of you thought you were patient you can never shout till you're married and you are shouting you look at yourself is it me that i'm shouting like that yes it's you yeah it's you. some of you thought that you can never throw a blow until you marry and you got angry and you were constrained but some too they were not constrained and you look at yourself but in the spirit of meekness know that any of us can befall in any, any, any anything hallelujah so when you're correcting your some, somebody you who are spiritual so the spiritual man considers himself that i'm not i'm not there I, i'm trying to pull up my brother but i have to be sure that me myself i'm standing but i don't have to see that ah why are they falling 
Why should people fall? You can fall too. Tell the guy by you. Somebody say, Oh man, every day you tell the guy by me. I don't know what to say again. Tell yourself. <laughs> tell yourself I can fall too. Yeah, anybody can fall. So when you look at somebody, I thank I sometimes you have to thank God that how you grew up saved you from some, some things. Because some people their parents left them, so they became wayward. So they found themselves with some people, they smoke weed, the woman, they did some things. So when they grew up, that became part of their life. So living it is very difficult. You you were the one that your father was very strict. You go out, your father will tell you by seven. So you can't go out. And you grew up like that. You have to thank God for your father. Hallelujah. So your father put you in a certain place that you were not caught up in certain habits. So that has never become your weakness. But the guy who was caught up in that, that has become his or her weakness. So you may look at this and say, ah, why do people do this? It's because your father helped you not to get into that. So in the spirit of meekness, you should consider and say, ah, father, thank you that I never went through this life. Thank God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, are you sure you are here? Oh, you are not, you are not, you are not here. Can I get a very big amen? Humility and meekness is a sign of spirituality. True spirituality is a sign. Uh, true spirituality comes through meekness. So we don't think that somebody is spiritual because he can speak in tongues. Somebody is spiritual because he can pray. The true test of a spiritual man is how humble he is. Uh, 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 meekness. Can I get a very big amen? Let's go on. Second Timothy chapter two. Meekness. Verse 24. Some of us take these things for granted, but that is a test of spirituality. So somebody is going to marry somebody, he's looking at his prayer. The guy can pray, say that this guy is a spiritual guy. No. Look at how humble is he. How humble is he? And the servant of the Lord must not strive. He said, A pastor, a man of God, must not be the one to remove his shirt and say, I will deal with him. Must not strive. But you can be tested on the roadside. Some taxi driver can just cross you and he will insult you. If you don't take time, you want to teach him a lesson. A servant of God must not try. But be what? Gentle is not suit and tie. Gentle means that you are submissive to the word of God. So when the Bible says somebody is gentle, it doesn't mean that. There are people who look gentle by English standard. This is English. This is not African. This is English standard. So you have a way you talk. It's English standard. Hallelujah. But in, in Christ's standard, gentleness means you have the ability to be submissive to the word of God. You do what the word says. You are not stubborn in the house of God. So the opposite of gentleness is stubbornness. So the guy, the Bible says the guy is gentle. Me, that, that guy, he listens to instructions. That person listens to his, he has a very gentle spirit. Can I get a very big amen? So, but be gentle unto all men. Meaning that submit unto all men. Listen to people. Don't draw conclusions so easily. Somebody is talking, say, oh, me, I know, no. Keep quiet. Listen first before you draw conclusions. Be up to teach patience. Verse 20. In meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. 
Now let me explain those that oppose themselves These are the people who cause trouble in church You don't know whether they are born again They are not born again And the Bible says as a pastor You have to have meekness to deal with these people Because if you don't take time You just say that the way you are living You go to hell You know how somebody can conclude that somebody will just go to hell How do you know that you, the person will go to hell Because you saw him doing something bad The person is just opposing himself so the guy who opposed himself Is the guy who saying that I am healed in the name of Jesus And tomorrow he said that Charlie This healing thing So you mean that the man of God lay hands on me No 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 I don't believe this healing thing He's opposing himself The guy we have prayed for We said do this Pray with this uh, He goes oh, this, this word doesn't work He's opposing himself He just came to church we are rich in the name of Jesus. I'm a millionaire. Then he goes back home. Say, who told you we are millionaires? You can see real poverty. You say we are millionaires. He's opposing himself. Hallelujah. So he said that in the spirit of meekness, we should instruct those that oppose themselves. So that, look at it. He said, if God pair adventure. I don't know whether you understand the English. He said, pair adventure. It means that God might come through. Because God might not come through. People think that there are every situation is when God will come through. Because God will always give you a warning. Especially with your health. God is giving you warning. The way you are eating trophy, be careful. God is giving you warning Then you say no problem We have a mandate of life We shall live and not die And you are Doing this thing The Bible says that pair, We have a spirit of meekness We should instruct you and say mm, This thing that you are doing It can kill you He said that If we begin to attract the person like that If God pay adventure We will give them repentance To the acknowledging of the truth because if they don't acknowledge the truth What they are thinking can destroy them It can destroy them And it's a very sad one Hallelujah Because what you believe If you don't take that you believe in the wrong thing The wrong thing can destroy you So sometimes we are instructing people Is that if God If God what? Peradventure Peradventure So we have a healing ministry here Sometimes we, we pray for you We say don't do this, don't do this You keep doing that We can instruct you And that level If God pay adventure People think that God is in heaven And he's just doing everything that he wants Somebody is here like just say Hey be healed Cancer leave This leave No God needs your cooperation God needs your cooperation to work out What he wants to work out in your life Can I get a very big Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Say amen louder. Amen. Some of you are sleeping on me. Say amen louder. Amen. Say if say say if God per adventure God. will give me repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. Because if not, if you don't acknowledge the truth, you realize that oh this one don't do it. This one is nothing. You are somebody drinking, you say, Oh, I don't know why. People who take very hard liquor, you tell them they say, Oh no. Or the guy who is smoking, you tell, your lungs you are destroying, you say, Oh no, ah, we have been doing this for years. But I don't know that it takes years to destroy it. 
He said, oh, you know, car can knock anybody. We have been smoking, we are still alive. So what if car doesn't knock you? Don't you think that you can preserve your life to 120? Must you destroy your own life? If car knock is somebody that came to destroy your life. No, they are alive. Let me, there is no faith in this place. Hallelujah. He said, if God pay adventure, verse 26, and that they may recover themselves. This one is not God. He said, they themselves will recover themselves out of the snare of the devil. It means that the devil is snaring them. He has trapped them to think the way they are thinking. Thinking that if you drink poison, you won't die. It's a devil. You drink it and you die. Because the girl read the scripture and said that we shall take up serpents. And you go and take serpents. It will bite you and you will die. He said we shall, we shall drink any deadly thing. So he's buying expired products. He buys it. He said, oh, it's expired. Eh? It's not anything. We shall take any deadly thing. And it shall not harm us. Would that guy not die? That is not a spiritual man. The spiritual man is the man that is meek. And goes according to what God is saying. He said, of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. Some people have taken have been taken captive at the will of the devil. The devil said, smoke. The guy said, yes, sir. He knows he's dying, but he's still doing it. Can the amen be louder? Amen. Who have been taken captive by him at his own will? They can't just stop. They are in bondage. And that is why we need the power of God to break that kind of bondage. Because when you are in that kind of bondage, what the devil wants to do is to kill you at the end. Because the thief came to steal, to do what? And to destroy. He will steal you from God, kill you, and to destroy you in hell. Because the idea is that you won't go to heaven. So we destroy you in hell. Because when you get to hell, you are gone. And you are gone for good. Verse 27. This know also that in the last days uh, Okay, no, it's gone I said 27, you are going to 3 Is somebody here with me Shake somebody and say, please humble yourself Humble yourself I can't hear you Today looks like you are sleeping on me A lot of you are just sleeping James chapter 1 James 1 verse 21 Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive. Somebody say receive. He said and receive with meekness. The word of God is received with what? He said receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. Sometimes you give somebody an instruction He doesn't want it to go that way He wants it to go in his own way He said with meekness You can only receive true word of God with meekness Are you sure you are here? Lift up your hand and wave Say Father you are helping me this morning Say it you are helping me this morning Can I get a very big amen? He said Meekness the engrafted word Which is able to save your souls one day Pastor Benny said that one of his pastor friends was so sick. He was so sick, but he cannot humble himself for Pastor Benny him to pray for him. Because look at ah, we are all why should you pray for me? So he called and said, Pastor Benny, I'm sick, but uh, I don't want it to look like you are come to pray for me. So come for a healing service in our church. 
And whilst you are having the healing service, come to me and quietly declare that cancer is gone. Pride. Pride. Pride has killed many people. You know, sometimes, some, there was a time somebody had HIV, but he said he doesn't want anybody to know that he's HIV. So you have to meet him in the office and pray for him. You will die. If you don't let us know what is wrong with you, he said, don't, don't say it out so that nobody will know. That was the same with the pastor. Do you play with cancer? Say no. Some of you are still sleeping on me. Say no, no, no. Can I get a very big amen? The guy was just there. So Pastor Benin said, no problem, I'll try. So he was worshiping, praying for sick people. People were getting healed. So when he turned to him, the Lord spoke to him, don't touch him. He's too proud to receive healing. And he left him. He was worshiping, worshiping. The service was about to close. They realized that if this service close, I'm going to die. He knelt there and began to cry. <laughs> Father, heal me. I'm sick. <laughs> heal me. Heal me. Heal me. I'm sick. Then the Lord told him, He's not ready to receive. Go there and rebuke the cancer loudly. Because he didn't want the church members to know that he was sick. No, when pastors get sick, they hide them. Because they don't want the man is so spiritual. So why should this happen to him? By the time they are hiding him, say, Father, mercy, Lord. May I not be proud. The guy began to cry, and when he cried, he said, Kill me. That is when Pastor Benny went and rebuked the cancer. He said, You foul spirit of cancer. The wife even didn't know that he had cancer. And the wife was like, Out! Fell on the floor. Cancer, every bit of it disappeared. Oh, I thought you shot glory. But cancer is a dangerous disease Spreads through your body And you deteriorate fast Can I get a very big amen? amen So you come to church We say shout Maybe that in that shout That is where the thing will leave you You'll be like You will see the guy He's so big Yeah Can I show you something This week I've been really praying Because of some happenings around I've been praying I'm like God, God, why? Then the Lord took me, I said something, the Lord took me to a place And I saw many healing ministers Many healing ministers And I saw demons that want to destroy these healing ministers And I heard cries of people Crying, hey, I'm sick, I'm dying, hey, hey And the Lord said, I'm calling you now into a higher level Oh, wait, 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 wait. These things are not things you should be excited I don't like that kind of ministry, please. I'm telling you the truth. Do you know the things healing ministers go through? It's young guys that are excited about things like this. They are like, wow. So I'm going to tell they think it's a movie. They just come blind. See. HIV go. And people will say, Wow, this guy's read history and find out from John G. Lake. His family was attacked by the enemy. Because the devil will do everything Not for you to have peace of mind To save the people You have no idea Ask many healing One day a whole archbishop He came from a healing meeting Pray for sick people Get up, walk, get up He went to a morning He wanted to walk He himself couldn't walk The paralysis had come on him 
And he said, devil, you cannot. He bind the devil, whatever. It was still there. Then later he said, wow. Me, I'm going out. If you have decided to stay, you can stay. But as for me, Benson Idahosa, I am going out. When he moved, the leg moved. I thought you would clap a little bit. I'm trying to show you something. Catherine, Catherine Coleman will come on the stage and say, Hallelujah. Play it for me. Today I'm teaching deep things. Hallelujah. There is somebody on my right. You are being healed. You are on oxygen. Take off the oxygen. And the person take off the oxygen. And the person is here. Katrikoma herself in her 70s was so sick. So sick. And healing will not come to her. Because the enemy doesn't want you to be strong so that you can help people. Because healing has more virtue than prophecy. Because people are broken, sick. Because when you die, you cannot continue. So healing ministry takes out a lot of virtue from you. And immediately you begin to walk in that level. You can't live anyhow again. Because the devil will come after you. Your, your way you are listening to me is, is deep. eh? So I'm saying that they are happy. They say that, yeah, the man of God. So in the spirit, the Lord said, come and I said, no. I was afraid. I said, no, 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 no. Because then I looked at TB Joshua for the first time in my life. And the Lord said, look at him in that realm. I said, if it is this one, I don't want it. Do you know the number of sick people that go to the squad? You have no idea. And the Lord began to speak to me and said, this place has saved millions of people who should have died. This your hallelujah, I don't like it. So people like that, when we speak against them, we have we don't know what we are talking about. I think TB Joshua lives a very nice life. John, they are knocking your door, somebody's dying. You can't even sleep. You can't even go for vacation. Things are, are on that level. Are you sure you are here? That is why when you go to places like that, for you to receive, don't break your pride. Because when you are, they are see people who are very proud. They say, lift up your hand, they'll be like, just 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 to declare. So that place, they'll put you on camera. You'll be shouting when the man of God is shouting. You'll be shouting, "Oh man of God, I'm sick of this." Those days, I don't understand why they did that. Yeah, when I saw that in the spirit, God said they had to do that so that their pride will be broken, so that they can receive the engrafted word of God, so that they can be healed. It's not because they are worshiping the man of God. So blind Bartimaeus, Jesus, was, he had to shout. If he didn't shout, Jesus will pass by. Because Jesus is not blind. You are the one that is blind. Jesus is not sick. You are the one that is sick. So Jesus was passing and healing virtue. He was an embodiment of my pay. My pay is health. Jesus was an embodiment of health. And he is moving. And you are blind. And you call corner Peter. He said, Peter. Tell him, the man come out. Tell him, say, I did here. Even Peter will not listen to you. Do you know why? Peter has seen sick people. He has seen people that have been sick and they died. They didn't see Jesus. They didn't see Jesus. And you, you are saying they should corner you. 
he was shouting he heard it they said jesus is coming he said hey jesus have mercy on me was shouting till peter said hey keep quiet are you the only sick person here we are not even coming to this town we are passing we are passing through who told you i come to hold the crusade here we are going to hold crusade somewhere so if you are wise rather follow us there the guy was shouting till he caught jesus attention jesus knew at the level the guy's pride has been broken then jesus went to him he said what should i do for you even when he got there he didn't say be healed he asked him again what can i do for you and said that I want to receive my sight. He said, Receive. Immediately he received. Can I get a very big amen? That is why, when you come to the house of God, put away your pride. Put away your pride. Because when you don't put away, you see yourself, I'm a big man. You see me, I'm a very beautiful. You know, hey, there are many of your type that are in the mortuary. They are there in the cold room. Nowhere to go. But in with the spirit of what? That is a spiritual man. This one you can come to church. That's why church is a place where sometimes you can be manhandled. But it's for your own good. So your pride will be broken. When your pride is broken, you will receive. Mm. I don't get whatever you are talking about. Say, Father, break my pride. I'm too proud. Tell yourself, I'm too proud. Break my. You see, some of you cannot even say that you are proud because you think that you are humble. You think that to think that you are very, very humble shows that you are even proud. Someone say, For me, I'm very, very, very humble. Who told you? You have you been tested? You have not been tested. So he said, How do we receive? How do you receive God's true word? Huh? So lift up your hands and say, Father, help me to be meek. Help me to be, to be, to be meek, 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 meek. No, I'm too happy. Somebody said, No, no uh, do, do you know who I am, bro? You are nobody. Oh. I'm telling you. Do you know how many human beings are there in this world? You are nobody. Tell somebody, close your eyes and tell the person, You, you are nobody. Like here, when you say tell the person, you say, well, why should we tell you? That will show that you are not, you are very proud. Because why should we tell it? He put it. Tell the person that you are no, you are nobody. Can I get a very big amen? So do you know why? So now I'll help your pride to be broken. So that you can receive the engrafted word of God. Oh, which is, he said, which is able to save your, want my soul to be saved. Glory to God. Church is not a place for us to put pampers on you and to give you feeding butter. It's a place for your health and your life to be put straight. Can the amen be louder? Say, Father, you are helping me. 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 Can the amen be louder? Lift up your two hands and say, Father, help me not to be proud in the house of God. Help me not to be proud even in my own life, in my marriage. Help me not to be proud. Help me not to be proud In the spirit of meekness Help me In the spirit of meekness I'll receive from you oh God I'll receive from you oh God Can the amen be louder And that is where people get to And they reach a place where they cannot apologize This is how sickness comes Those who don't know how to say sorry They have cut short their life Something happened, you are talking. They know they are wrong. 
but just to open their mouths oh I didn't understand it this way I'm really really sorry sorry cannot come out from their mouth that's pride right there and because of that you cannot receive you have a grudge with somebody you are waiting for the person why can't you just go and say can we just forget about this thing and just move on with our lives hallelujah this is it so your spiritual man has this characteristic he's very humble very 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 humble he can take insult he can take he can tolerate stuff and still walk around and you may take him for granted but it's the man that has control spiritually can the amen be louder it's not the man that looks like he's very prayerful but the man that is humble in the spirit of word pray quietly in your heart father help me every area of pride in my life break it out take it out lord 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 thank you sweet spirit of god take it out lord Psalm 37, let me finish with this. Don't look at your degree, don't look at the house you drive, the house you live in, or the car you drive. No, allow God, hallelujah. Psalm 37, let me read from verse, verse 11. He said, But the meek, go to verse 10. For yet a little while, and the weak shall not be. Yet a little while, though though that trouble you shall not be. And ye, and ye, thou shalt diligently consider his place, and it shall not be. Verse 11. But the meek shall inherit the earth. You want God to expand your territory. He said, expand you. He said, the meek shall inherit the earth. Some of you, the reason why God cannot give you a certain level of influence is because when you get that influence, everybody around you will have to kotow. You will show people that you are there. You are the boss. You say, mm. it shows how you talk to the Uber driver. Because... You think you are paying? Hey, I say pass here. Look at your head. Can't you see? The way you are talking to the Uber driver shows. It shows that when God gives you influence, it shows the way you treat your house, your your maid servant. Once somebody told me that when you live with a man of God, the way they can whip him, they whip him. They gave him a room. There is no bed there. There is nothing. Like they treated him like trash. Trash. Put him somewhere. That is tell you. If that man of God gets to a certain level, you see how people will be trashed. You want to inherit the world, right? Now he says, Should I inherit it or not? Do you want to? He said, But the meek shall and shall delight themselves in the abundance of money. Abundance of money. Abundance of cars. He said, in the abundance of peace. You may be driving Tico, but your shalom is more than the guy driving Jaguar. I'm telling you. That is why, look, this world, you can look at somebody's house or somebody's cars and you say, ah, you're catching a brabum. Only me, I'm not here. 
Meanwhile, you with your small family and all that, you are so much in peace. You are the type of guy watching TV and you're like, my wife will say, hey, you have so much peace. You can just sleep at any time. Some people, they can sleep anywhere at any time. They are by the computer by the time they're like, so much, oh, abundance of peace. By the time you're talking to them, their head is going, I say, look at peace there. The guy is driving big car, he can't sleep. He's having insomnia. Somebody called me and said, This so 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 great man of God, Untimina. Untimina, Mr. Adventure, Untimina. Because he has done something, he cannot sleep. Why am you call him? Let's go and roam in town. Why am he can't sleep? He has to roam, drive and roam, roam. Beautiful cars, but also chinsa because that, this is not day we are. And I don't mean that. Meanwhile, you, you can sleep at any time. Some of you, even when you are driving, you are sleeping. You have, oh, say, Father, thank you for abundance of peace. Abundance of peace. Look at somebody and say, hey, learn to laugh and enjoy your life. What are you comparing yourself to? Why? What is your problem? <laughs> I see you enjoying your life. Your salary is two thousand three uh, five hundred, and so what? Enjoy what you can enjoy. Don't compare yourself to anybody. You him trouble at that man for And this is where, when you have abundance of peace, this is where your life longevity. Oh, I see you living so long. What is the essence? The Bible said that. What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world? And lose his soul. Your soul is the most precious thing that you have. So you got to take care of your soul. Hallelujah. So when your soul is disquieted, say, Ah, my soul, why art thou disquieted in me? Arise and hope in God. He said, Your faith will become effective by the acknowledging of every good thing that is in you. Look at something good that is in you. Hey, I said, Look at something good that is in you. Can the amen be louder? Brazilian hair, but Cut your hair and enjoy your life. You don't owe anybody a die. It is your own head. Did you come to the world with somebody? Lift up your and say, Father, I'm good. Say, Father, I will not worry myself. Say, say, shout it louder. I will not worry myself about things that I don't have. I will look at what I have and make good use of what I have. Can you be upstanding and praise the name of the Lord? Father, we are walking in the spirit of meekness. Meekness, 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 meekness. I won't kill myself before my time. Start praying for your own self. Hope you are blessed by today's message. To correspond with Reverend Danny Doku and receive more of such anointed teachings, you can look us up on any of our social media handles, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or contact us on 055-820-2278. 055-820-2278.